is the Under Center Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Under Center Podcast. This is, of course, our YouTube exclusive Beat the Bookie show where we try and win you a little bit of money heading in to week six of the regular season. I am your host, Dara Mar, and I am joined, of course, by the only person seemingly associated to the Giants who is not injured at the moment, Jake Woolhead. Jake, how are you, man? I wouldn't say completely not injured. I am emotionally <laughs> injured and I'm emotionally drained. Um, but, you know, that is the life of being a Giants fan is you get to watch football or what some people might call football and uh, a lot of injuries, apparently, which is uh, the worst thing I've... That's probably the worst game I've seen injury-wise in a long time. Uh, it was like the three most probably important positions on offense, you know, just all went down. The wide receiver, Kenny Galladay, quarterback, and uh, and uh, running back with Saquon as well. And I'm sure like everybody seeing that pictures of Saquon's ankle uh, shudders and like goes back to their own childhood when they turned their own ankles and they used to inflate like a balloon. It's not even just the players that were missing there. We were missing our starting left tackle. We're on our fourth left guard, our second center. Two of our other top wide receivers are out. We've uh, torn ACL at Blake Martinez. We got another torn ACL during the match on a, a rookie cornerback. It's like, this is craziness. I don't know what's going on. And Daniel Jones looking like Bambi. It's so like that was that hurt to watch, actually. That was pretty hard to watch. Well, you didn't have to be a Giants fan to to kind of shudder and, you know, you get a, a little worried about the worst after seeing him stumble like that. You know, it's bad when a Cowboys player comes to assist a Giants player. Like even that, I yeah. think it's Kearse is his name. But uh, yeah. he, he the minute he seen Daniel Jones stumble, he was running over there to make sure he wasn't falling over because like every player knows that's bad. Like so. Yeah, But exactly. <laughs> well, miraculously, I think there's a chance he could play this weekend as well. So. You know, obviously, um, it's it's not too bad. It's not too bad because especially with concussions, you always have to be careful. I yeah. spoke about it with Yun on the show earlier on this week that, you know, the time frame for concussions and coming back can be so vast and so different. If you look at the Seahawks point of view, their rookie wide receiver, D. Eskridge, suffered a concussion in week one against the Colts, still hasn't played a game since and just went on IR last week, so he's going to miss at least three more weeks after that too. So you never know about these head injuries. Yeah, it's crazy. Like concussions are just a scary topic in general because if you never had one, you get one. The chance you get the second one is bumped up like seventy percent. So like you can like Daniel Jones doesn't have a history of them, so now it could start a history of it. Or last year we had Sterling Shepard who got a concussion in like week three, came back in week I think it was four or five or something along the lines of that, and then he got another concussion. So it's scary stuff. I don't think maybe there's probably any point in Daniel Jones coming back to play the Rams when we're already a depleted squad. It just kind of seems a bit rushed and pointless let Mike the giraffe Glennon take over and, and see what he can do I mean not much apparently but uh, probably yeah. no point in trotting Daniel Jones out to, to throw 100 passes at Kadarius Tony. <laughs> I was going to say let Aaron Donald feast on Mike Glennon instead of uh, Daniel Jones for a week yeah. I think I think you'd be all right with that I would be okay with it. Like I like Mike Lennon and all, but he's not Daniel Jones as much as people say you don't know, like like the shit on Daniel Jones. But uh, he's certainly uh, a tier above Mike Lennon, I would say. Yeah, but of course, this isn't a, a regular review show. This is our betting show, um, and we are going to talk about bet the bets for week six and what ones that we like the look of. But before we do, I would be aghast not to acknowledge the fact that we had a winner last week. 
Yours truly, yours truly, if you'd listen to my advice, and I'll repeat it because um, it was, I thought it was quite a nice bet too. Uh, Bucks minus 10. Bears plus five and a half. If I said, if Teddy Bridgewater played in that Steelers Broncos games, go with the over of, I think it was 39 and a half points. And then in the Sunday night game, go for a Dawson Knox anytime touchdown because that's turned into Josh Allen's favorite connection in Buffalo. And what do you know? It all worked out. You could have been in the money. I think it was about 20 to 1 looking back on it now. I think I said 12 to 1 earlier on the week to you, Jake, but I think it was about 20 to 1 or so that could have uh, won you a bit of money. And to be fair, I I haven't admitted this yet on air, but should have won me a bit of money. (laughs) I didn't have the conviction that Teddy and, and Big Ben would get the over 40 points that was needed. Um, so I went for the under that week. And look, I rightly lost and I rightly lost money for not trusting my own advice. My problem with a total of over under on a 39 and a half is it's such a low score that if yeah. as long as there's no uh, injury to the starting quarterback, like 20, 39 and a half should be reachable almost all the time. And you, you didn't take it that time, but I can understand why you didn't in that game yeah. specifically. Big Ben has looked a wash. He's looked so injured that he looks like he's going to have to put back together by the end of the season. And Teddy Bridgewater, like we all know he's checked out Charlie, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I should. That's what I, I rightly did not get any money that week because I couldn't, I didn't have the... Uh, the stones to go with my own choice that I, I actually preached in on this very show last week. As they week. say, but, Dara, as they say, hindsight is twenty twenty. I know, I know. But I can tell you something. I feel confident about the, my choice this week as well. And it's one that I am definitely going to back for sure. But we'll leave that for a second because, Jake, actually, I'm going to let you go first with your picks this week. Who, how, Which games are you looking at and who are you going to go with? Okay, I have a treble. I always like to go to treble because I almost always win two-thirds of a treble. But um, So in my treble this week, I have uh, the Browns cards game. It's currently at 49 and a half. Um, I just think that's ridiculously low for it. both teams who are so offensively powered that like we see in the Browns game last week, they I think they nearly hit that uh, on their own last week. So I'm kind of confident in that hitting the over, to be honest. And then I have Broncos minus three and a half. Um, I actually forgot to take down who they were playing, but minus They're three and a half. The Raiders. The Raiders. Yeah, yeah, this whole news about John Gruden, I'm just not a huge fan on um, on coaches uh, who are leaving and then they have to bring in a new coach. I'm just not feeling like that's a confident um, That's confident for Derek Carr and co. He didn't look great last week. So the minus three and a half for me makes a lot of sense. And then my final one is the Cowboys minus four against the New England Patriots. Uh, I'm just not a fan of Mac Jones. The Cowboys look like they're really hard to stop moving the ball and stop scoring. Um, I don't know. They just look like they could. I don't see them maybe eight points in the difference, I'd say. But I certainly think minus four isn't. That's not like something I am shocked at seeing, but I certainly think Dak and Co can get over that minus four easily enough. And that works out to about six to one. So it's not a bad number. I'm a fan of those ones. Um, I also, if you want to have a touchdown score, yeah, you can't go wrong with Dawson Knox. As you said, he's a great target, but I like Manny Sanders for an anytime touchdown on that Bills squad. He's become quite the nice target for Josh Allen. Yeah. 
Yeah, and and one part one person who I guess hasn't been availing of it too much has been Stefan Diggs, who's been quite quiet this year in the end zone. I think he's only got one touchdown so far this year. Um, still racking up yards for fantasy owners, which is great, but you still want those bonus touchdown points as well, especially because he would be a maybe a round one, possibly a round two pick he would have been for you if you drafted him like I did in one of my drafts this year. So you're hoping for a little more content. I like I like some of your bets, I'll be honest. I'm a little wary about one of them, and I'll get into that. First, I'll go through the ones I like. I like the, the Browns and the Cards being over 49.5. We saw last week with the, the Browns, the game they were involved in with uh, the Chargers, which was an absolutely bonkers game. Um, unbelievable uh, one. That's, they definitely smashed the over there on that one. Um, Dallas minus four against the Pats. I do. I agree with you on that. I think the Patriots does not deserve, sorry, struggled to get by the Texans. You know, they made Davis Mills look like a, <laughs> a fantastic player uh, last week. Um, and like for all the talk that, <laughs> that I went into talking to you guys about how Belichick loves playing rookie QBs and look what a rookie QB almost <laughs> did to him. Mac Jones, yeah, I think, look, yeah, he played well in that game against the Bucks. Um, but I don't know. I, I still, yeah, I still, he still, a rookie at the end of the day, he's still going to make those mistakes. Um, and I think against a defense like um, the the Cowboys and a cornerback like Trayvon Diggs and how he's been started this year too, you could see, like, if you want to add that in, like, like Trayvon Diggs, one-plus interceptions uh, in that game would not Cowboy. be a... Cowboys defensive anytime touchdown. That's got to be some decent odds on that one. That there, I think there should be some decent odds, and that's definitely an underdog sort of bet to go with if you wanted to as well. Um, but the one that I'm not sure about is that Broncos Raiders. Um, the Broncos looked not great uh, at the weekend. They are losing wide receivers left and right. They've lost Jerry Judy. They've lost um, who's their other guy that they've lost there recently. KJ Ham, uh, Hamler is gone too. Um, their uh, offensive line is getting beat up as well. Um, and, and losing that game against the Steelers would not have been good either. Um, they're kind of, you know, everyone gave the, the, the Broncos props and quite rightly because obviously you can only beat who you play, but they were 3-0 against probably the three worst teams in the NFL in the first three weeks. So, sorry, Jake, I know they played your Giants first week, but look. We have to say it. Um, I don't know. With this coaching change and stuff like that, for me, there's too much insecurity about what Raiders team we're going to see. Because was last week's game and the week before due to the John Gruden stuff and maybe that there was some uncertainty there. Maybe we've not they've known about this, uh, all these email things for a little longer than has been let on. That's why the performance has gotten down. I don't know. I just, I don't trust that sort of game. There's too many what ifs about that, which is why I probably, I'm staying away from it this, this weekend. I'm not, I'm not touching it, but other than that, I think it's a pretty solid bet. And hell, look, if you do that four way and that uh, Broncos one will let you down, if you go with Paddy Power, you get your money back in a free bet because of one leg let you down. So, hey, look, might as well, might as well go for the punt. Um, Obviously, Fionn's not here, but he did send on his bet to us. 
he didn't send on the odds, which I thought was a bit weird. Uh, I'll get them now. Don't worry. I'll get them. You now. can get them. All right. So I'll read them out here very quickly. Um, he thinks that the Bengals are going to cover against the Lions. They are minus three at the moment. So they think so that he's going with the Bengals minus three. The Packers are going up against the Chicago Bears this week, and he is backing the Packers at minus four and a half. Um, he thinks that the Bucks Eagles game this Thursday night. So by the time you actually hear this, it'll kind of be a defunct bet anyway, because obviously you're listening to us on Friday. But he thinks they will go over the total points, which at the moment I believe is 52 and a half. Yep. And he is going with a Patrick Mahomes anytime rushing touchdown for the Chiefs against Washington this weekend as well. So um, interesting ones there, Jake. Uh, I don't know if you have the odds there ready, but other than what do you think off the bat about his selections? Okay, so I'll give you without the Patrick Mahomes anytime touchdown, we're hitting a 5.89 to 1, which is pretty good odds. Um, yeah. I was looking at a few of these teams myself, and I thought um, – the Bengals I like at minus three and a half. We all know how poor the Lions have been. Um, I think they lost Frank Ragnow there just this week. So yeah. uh, the minus three and a half doesn't bode well for the, the Lions. I think that's a good bet. Bengals are looking quite strong so far. Um, I think the Packers against the Bears, I was going to pick this for myself. Minus four and a half for a Packers team that looks quite strong offensively. Um, however, it is divisional and divisional games are quite weird and funky. Um, we know that the Packers have lost Jair Alexander for IR for I don't know how long, but that doesn't exactly bode well for a, a defense that's kind of already been struggling in itself. But again, I still like the four and a half. I think that's a good number. I would take that as well. It's probably something I would take into uh, one of my bets and I might. Um, and then the Buccaneers and the Eagles over 52 and a half. Um, I don't like Thursday night games. I don't like betting on them. I think there's too short a time frame. I don't really know if they hit the over that often when it's a high number like 52. I'd probably be more comfortable taking this down at maybe 47 or 46 or something like that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's not a bad bet. I certainly think the one that let you down would be the Buccaneers. Uh, Eagles over 52 and a half, I think is quite a high yeah. number for me. Yeah, no, I have the I have that game going with the under myself. Uh, I think that um, it is such a short turnaround for teams. Tom Brady has a, a right thumb injury as well, which could impede his throwing a little bit. The Eagles' defense is kind of sneakily okay this year. Um, they played well uh, in most of their games, apart from that blowout against Dallas. But not, uh, they just didn't seem to show up that day. On the other side, for the when the Eagles are on offense. Obviously, we know about the Bucks' defensive line and how good it is and how good they are stopping the run. So they may not necessarily get to run the ball as much as they like. And um, The backfield is an issue. Um, and obviously, Richard Sherman's only coming into his third game. Um, he struggled in the first one against New England. They targeted him a lot. They targeted him as well in the, in the Miami game last week too to some success. So we'll see there, especially with a young rookie wide receiver like Devontae Smith. We'll see how he can get on against the veteran in, in Richard Sherman. But, you know, it, it's not a bad bet. It isn't. Um, I have some reservations about the Packers as well, um, mostly because of the Bears' defense has been playing quite well the last couple of weeks. So they may be able to sort of keep that game closer than maybe some people anticipate. But not, not a bad bet. Not a bad bet for sure. But my one that I'm going with this week, and I feel uh, sneakily confident in, 
is first of all the Chargers famous last words sorry the famous last <laughs> words exactly but I am going to back this one this week definitely for 100% okay. I am not um, going to go against my own word on this but I'm going to go with the Chargers and the Ravens to go over 52 points and um, that's the over under at the moment the Wait, Ravens Chargers sim- Ravens Chargers Ravens yeah, oh, yeah. yeah um, Ravens similar to the Browns in their style of play and look how many points that game put up there last weekend against the Chargers so um, I think we could be in a good game here there's some ones that I am taking a leap with but I, I don't know maybe this could be the week that happens I'm betting on the London game this week which is the Jaguars and the Dolphins and I'm going with the Jaguars plus three you have to go one. with the Jags don't I'm, you in London I'm, it's like I'm, a home game for them <laughs> I'm going with the Jaguars plus three. You know, Tua, if he plays, is coming off IR with a rib injury for the last couple of months, so we don't know what he's going to be like. Jacoby Brissett, if he plays instead, has not really lit the world up that too much. You know, the Jags are playing okay football. They are, especially on offense. Trevor Lawrence, I think, is actually settling into the NFL quite all right. James Robinson is is picked up where he left off last year. You know, they, they've got, like, LaVisca Chenault has been playing quite well the last couple of weeks as well. So I think they have a decent offense there that can give the Dolphins some trouble. And the Dolphins' defense hasn't reached the sort of levels that it got to last year. And the offense isn't ticking either. I just, I, I really worry for the Dolphins this year. And I think that, I think the Jaguars, this could be where they get their first win because they're going to win at some stage. I don't; They're not going to go to season 0 and 17. They are going to win a couple of games. And I think this could be one of them. Yeah, I mean, but, it's not a million miles away from it, to be honest. They're... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the next one I'm going to go with is the the, the Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks in the Sunday Night Football against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm getting four and a half points if I p- pick the Seahawks. I'm taking that. Minus four and a half. No, plus four and a half. They're four and a half. Yeah, I would take that. Yeah, they're four and a half point underdogs against the Steelers, where the Steelers, okay, yes, Russell Wilson is not playing. We know. Okay, everyone thinks Geno Smith is going to have a bad game. He probably won't. He's definitely not going to have the type of game that he had when he came in against the Rams. He's not going to go on 96 yard touchdown drives. Okay, I understand that, especially because the team is going to scheme for him this week. Like unlike last Thursday, where it was a surprise when he came in, because no one expected Russell Wilson to be out of the game. But you still have some really good players there for him to throw the ball to. You have DK Metcalf, you have Tyler Lockett, you have Gerald Everett, you have Will Disley, and you have Chris Carson back this week to run the ball. And if not, then Alex Collins as well to run the ball. There is an offense there that I think that will be able to score points against this, and against the Steelers team. And the Steelers team are not that great themselves. They can't really put up points either. Last weekend was the first time all season they scored more than 17 points in a game. I just think that the Seahawks may lose this game, but I don't think they would lose it by any more than a field goal. So if you get that plus four and a half and you take that, that's your bet covered. Um, Additionally, then I should say I do have an anytime touchdown score. And I'm actually going, I'm, I'm focusing on that Packers and uh, Chicago Bears game. I'm going with Darnell Mooney to be an anytime touchdown scorer this week. Um, I think that he'll be going up against the rookie uh, Eric Stokes, I think, uh, mostly for the game this week. And Darnell Mooney is, is a really precise route runner. He seems to have a connection with Justin Fields there as well. So I like I liked that. If you do 
all four of those, you're going to get odds of 25 to 1. If you don't want to go with the touchdown scorer anytime, you get the odds of about 6 to 1. So, you know, still a decent bet there. But Jake, what do you think? Yeah, okay, let's work our way backwards here. Darnell Mooney, anytime. Uh, that feels like a pretty decent bet. I mean, I don't know who the Packers are going to put on uh, the number one wide receiver of the Bears, Allen Robinson. Um, so that probably, probably is going to be their King. best. Probably Kevin King, probably their best cornerback at the time, whoever, like if it's Kevin King, they're probably going to have to double double him. So maybe Darnell Mooney springs free. We know how electric he could be with the ball. So I like that. I like that as a bet. Um, and then next was the Seahawks plus four and a half. Yeah, I can see that coming true. I can see I can see Geno Smith dinking and dunking his way up and down the field, being fairly careful and not taking the shots this game. Because as you said, Eric, they have the kind of film on them this week. They're going to know what they're planning to do. So I feel like there could be a lot of dink and dunks and there's two very strong wide receivers on the Seahawks, as we know. So yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be against that bet there either. And then what was the other, what was your second? The Jags plus three. Jags plus three. It's London, baby. The Jags always do well in London or always seem to do well in London. Um, as you said, it's very hard to go 0 and 16 or 17 in the NFL. So uh, they're bound to get a win and this seems like the right place to do it. And you're over under on the Chargers Ravens at 52? 52. Yeah, that's a good bet. I think we know how both these teams can score almost at will. Like we seen the Ravens last week or on or whatever, Sunday or Monday night. They yeah. turned it on. They were down 25 to 9 in the fourth quarter. They just turned it back on and came up, scored. Now, their defense couldn't stop the Colts for, for nothing, but they came back up offensively and scored. So I could see that being an yeah. over. Like That's an easy over as well, I think. Yeah, and that, that defense is playing a better offense in the Chargers as well. So they could score more than 25 points. So they could blow this uh, this over out of the water for sure. So maybe maybe the uh, the points might go up. So I'd suggest maybe getting on this as quickly as possible. But look, we'll see. I'm going to go for it this week. Hopefully, hopefully it works out. Um, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We will uh, check in, back in, obviously, with our usual Tuesday review show um and we will see if those bits came true or not and um, but that is all the time we have for on this edition of our youtube exclusive beat the bookies show and um, remember if you are uh not already subscribed to the other center podcast on youtube make sure you do like this video and subscribe to the youtube channel so you'll be kept up to date for when we release a new betting show every single week that is exclusive to the YouTube channel. Uh, also, you'll get all of our live shows and stuff when we are, uh, uh, I should say, when we are broadcasting um, every Tuesday and then uh, we can get some Thursday shows going there too. As well, make sure you follow us on our socials, Twitter at UndercenterPod, Instagram at UndercenterPod as well. And if you want to follow us on Facebook, you can too. It's facebook.com forward slash Podcast. Jake, thanks so much. Thanks for having me on there. I hope our bets come true and we're about millionaires by Monday. Oh, that's it. Well, if not by the bets, hopefully by the low. <laughs> I'm hoping crypto, I'm hoping that Shibu comes up and I get that. Uh, <laughs> I hope it goes up to that dollar and I'm a millionaire by Monday. <laughs> even if it just goes up to one cent, I think we'll all be happy. <laughs> not even a dollar. It doesn't even go to a dollar. Just go up to one cent and we'll all be happy. Um, but like I said, that is all the time. Remember also, if you are putting on a few bets this weekend, make sure you do gamble responsibly as well uh, because we don't want to see anyone um, 
you know, we don't see anyone going into the poorhouse just because they listen to us and, you know, well, hopefully you won't because you did listen to us and you're winning all that money. But in case we don't get everything right and it doesn't happen, make sure you are gambling responsibly. Uh, but like I said, that's all the time we have for on this show. Until next time, stay safe and enjoy the football. <laughs>